0: So we're looking at Pasha's Truma, which is Exodus 26, verse 15. Now, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu instructs Betzalel in the construction of the tabernacle uh, in the following sequence. Uh, first, the Kalim, the Aron and Kalim, the, the vessels that are to be placed in. And secondly, the outer walls, the Koroshim, Outer boundaries. But B'tzalel does the opposite. He first does the um, outer boundaries and and then he does the insides. So the Midrash says, well, the well, Noik Shaolom, a king, if he wants to build a palace, he doesn't put the furniture in first and then build the palace around it. He first builds the palace and then puts the furniture in. Right. Okay, so... The Chuhaschein, Gedali of Linitz, who knew the Baal shema Kaddosh, so it's that first generation of Hasidic masters, wants to trope on that switcheroo, the switching of Moshe Ravenu and Bezalel. So if we look at chapter 26, verse 15, he focuses in on a pasuk, a verse, and Vyos Hakrosim lamishkan. you shall make the planks of made out of acacia wood standing erect. Okay? And then they shall be ten almas high each plank and a cubit and a half width. Now the, the verse we're gonna focus in on Yodos each plank should have two tenons, Meshulovos Isha El Achosa. Uh, parallel to one another. So Isha El Achosa, Arthur, scroll, says parallel to one another. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. The tenon is a projection from a plank that shapes to fit into a socket. And in the case of the tabernacle planks, they rested flush against one another at their base, and the tenons were inserted into silver sockets. And there's a beautiful picture on the next page that shows that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's this Isha el-Achosa, Kein Well, the literal thing is a woman to her friend, right? Do we need the word Isha? you see that? It's also a projection, which you wouldn't think would be an Isha. Yeah. We don't know which is which, though, do we? Right. So, let's dive into the Tshuazchein as to the problem with that text. yodos l'keresh Isha el Let's first understand the general problem. How do we appropriate all this architectural stuff, and as I said before, the outer boundaries and the kelim inside versus starting with the kelim inside and then building the outer boundaries. But odom in a man's spiritual struggles, in the man's spiritual path, what on earth has this got to do whether the planks are this, the sockets are this. What's that got to do with our spiritual path? If this is Torah, shehi meaning it's eternal. Meaning what he's saying is it has to be relevant to us to this day. Whether the bias or the Mishkan exists or doesn't exist, the words can't just be left. It's not a historical document. Gam omro isha el and the problem in the text is, what does it mean? You should fit one. Keresh into her neighbor. Why does it have to use the word isha elachosa? Her neighbor, her so neighbor. neighbor. milat, question, and milat isha m-yuteret. The very word isha is completely redundant. You don't need that. Just go and say okay. b'chaberter. Yeah. You see that. Read the Pesach without the word Isha, and you get what? Asiso Esa Krasim Lamishkon Azei Esa Amas Shtei Yodos Lekereso Echad parallel, El Achota, with its neighbor. What's Isha? Okay. Tahaveli Lemichtav Meshulevet Achat El Achat, say Achat El one with the other. V'nireh, so now let's dive into his exposition. Well, he... even need one with the other, if they're parallel, that says it. So yeah, yeah, True. Venera dehini muska melobesvarim sheham Mole besvarim. Now we know from going way back when sheham mishkan im kalov the mishkan itself, the outer boundaries, the walls, and the kalim and the vessels inside. Merames el al klolos ho olamos. So this goes back to the Medrash Tanchuma, it's a microcosm of the entire universe. So it's the macrocosm of the universe, the microcosm of the individual human being, And in between is this thing called Mishkan. So we thought it's Asuli Mikdash, make me a Mikdash. Veshochanti Besocham, I need an apartment down below. A as the Medrash says, a God is up there; he's transcendent. No, he wants to have a footstool down here. He wants an apartment. So he says, make me a Mikdash. But this is now suggesting, actually, that this Mikdash is a kind of reflection of, you know, now we see these circles, I don't know, you know, these agricultural circles all over the place, right? And especially in England, and we, well, we don't know if it's irrigation. Some people say that they they represent constellations of stars, especially the Mayan uh, things. That, that, I'm sorry, that what are we talking about here? Ancient, ancient ditches, oh, you know, Neolithic ah. ditches and Neolithic patterns that we see etched in the ground when you fly over them, you know. And so people, scholars try to, archaeologists try to see, is this a reflection of certain constellations or certain equinoxes and stuff like that, right? So what we're saying is that that ancient temples may well have Uh, reflected Mm -hmm. something about the Mm cosmogony of that particular nation. Well, Mm -hmm. here we're going back to that mythical statement and saying that Mishkan shakul k'neged kala olam. Mm -hmm. It's ways like the whole world. It's a reflection of the cosmos. Mm -hmm. But that's the macrocosm. And then in the microcosm, the Mishkan represents the individual human anatomy. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, he's going to extend it Hasidic-wise to the human soul. So let's see how he does that. From that famous pasuk in Job 19.26, upon which much of Chassidut is based, in which I can understand what's going on upstairs from what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. So just like me, there is mentalities, <laughs> emotionalities, and vegetative functions. So upstairs in the divine Pleroma, there is Chabad, Chagat, and Nahi in the Sephirotic chain, And Adam Kadmon, this mythic superhuman man upon which the whole universe is based, also is divided into those three. So there is an archetypal holograph that I can project from my internal physiology and anatomy onto the divine. That's not what Job meant, but that's what the Hasidic masters meant by that. Sheha ba Odom, So the Mishkan, with its inner vessels, can be seen that man can be split into, limbs that are and the outer skeletal frame that protects it so you have skin and bone that protects the vital organs now look what he says so the so the outer skin that protects me from attack is very tough right you can put a needle in the skin nothing happens you put a needle in your heart you're dead right so it's very tough it protects the inner organs neged hamishkan so when it says that the that the mishkan is an olam katan a microcosm of man then we can parallel certain motifs so the outer keresh, the planks that protect the inner kalim of the mishkan is like the outer frame of my body that protects the inner. And now he makes a further connection, a parallel. So we have mishkan and kelem, chitzonim and pnimim, outer body and inner organs, delicate. And now he says the outer body, hayira, in the spiritual anatomy of my soul, that outer skin, that protective skin, the Karashim of the Mishkan is paralleled with the archetype, the mida, the emotion of Yira You're to Well we he's gonna he's gonna split but let's just right now it's Yira. The <laughs> ha'pnimim. And the inner sensitive, delicate organs that are being protected, Haim they're like the menorah, the ahava. So we have external, internal, outer, inner, skeletal frame and skin, inner organs, outer Karashim, inner Kalim, and then Yero and Ahava, a parallel lines of opposites. You never would have thought that. You would have said a house is a house. A house has uh, an outer shell and it's got furniture. And he's saying, no, there's something very, very opposite and diametrically paradoxical about the kroshim, the outer keresh, the outer and the kalim. And that's paralleled within the human psyche of our venera. Ki evorim hachitsonim sheba adam, so the outer skin, the frame, they require a, a, a thickness and a hardness to protect mm-hmm. the delicate inner organs. Mm-hmm. Now, as I said before, when it came to the design mm-hmm. of the Mishkan, Moses instructs Bezalel to do what? Kalim. And then Mishkon. So Moses is instructing Bezalel to do the inner first and then the outer. Remember I said that the Medrash had complained, how does a king make the first furniture and then the house? But that's what he instructed him. What does that mean on this parallelism? He's saying that I privilege the inner sensitive kalim, meaning Ahava, over the outer tough Yirah. Yakov before himself. Ki Yira Lagabe Moshe What is what, what, what? Moshe had Yira. He was intimate with the Divine, as we know in the Gomorrah in Brochus a couple of weeks ago. He didn't have Yira. Yes, but you think that, that Yira was something uh, something difficult for Moshe, right? So for him, the Ava was was the important thing. Ubit Salael Now, even though Moshe had instructed him, but Salel had to make a calculation. Yeah, it's okay, you're up there with the divine and you're all lovey-dovey and it's all Ahava, but I'm down here in the trenches. And what happened? Ahachet HaEgel. I've just watched what went on when you just have unbounded Ahava, right? Look what happens, Vayakum alatzache. Then we have an orgy. There are no boundaries. I know what's going down here in the trenches. So you may be telling me how to make this mishkan, to make the kalim, ah, oh, so lovey davi, kalabach, beautiful. But I know what happens when that goes unchecked. Wow. Cheta Egal. Ain Yisrael lehit naheg be zu. I mean, so I was not able to be, to to be, to work in this fashion. L'hakdim... Ahava So by Moshe telling him to make the, the sanctuary in a certain way, meaning put the kalim first and then the outer, what he's really telling him is, in your avodas Hashem, there is a hierarchy between Ahava and Yira. And I'm telling you to tell B'nai Israel, Ahava must come first. But Salel responds, yeah, I, I've been there, done that, and I know what happens. That ain't gonna happen on my watch. I'm gonna make first the outer hard shell of Yura, And only after that can you allow yourself the luxury of lovey dovey. Ulaze <laughs> So he did the exact opposite of Moshe Rabbeinu. The entry barrier. Mishkan, the acha kach arun v'kelem ke'inian hoy rosem In order to proceed, yiro ta'ava. Ve'im im Hashem k'she yavo mashia bimherib yameinu as hu'zah Atara lo yoshna. Then the crown will be restored to its people. Then we can go back. So he's saying not only is that a historical fact that what happened, but it's also a, time is circular in Kabbalah. So we're gonna come back to that. It's right now we're in Galutz, it's after the Cheta Egel, so we have to be in that process of always putting boundaries to the love. But when Mashiach comes, then it will be unfettered because it'll be Mashiach. <speaking in Hebrew> So then Mesho, in the Medrash, M- Moshe says to Betzalel, Ah, Betzalel ha'yisa v'yodata. Wow. You obviously have some information or some insight that I didn't. Now, in the Medrash, it says in the Agadita, Betzalel, Oh, you're in God's shadow, meaning you are so close with the divining of the divine intent. I didn't even know that. I, I thought I was looking at it from God's perspective. Betzel ale. here. He looks at it as a negative. Look how he tells it. Betzel el Yeah, I expected you to say that because you're only in the shadow of God. Betzalel. Pirish, mitzad shelo You were only in the shadow of God, so you didn't have the perspective. Not in the light of God, but in the shadow of God. Exactly. exactly. V'hu asflakariya me'ira. You, Betzalel, saw the fact. You even saw the Cheta Egel with a glass that, like that. Trans- Translucent. Translucent glass. Not clear. yafe' mishkan So, yes, you did it because you were ale because I had an asplakaria she'einu me'ira. My view is always... God's perspective. From God's perspective, for sure. Ah comes first. You saw it because you're in God's shadow. You saw the dark side of that. An Asplacarya shaloma era. Therefore, you put the Mishkan for the Aron and Kalim. Absolutely dazzling, Drush. The Medrash is putting the words in Moshe. Oh, that's why you're called Mm Bezalel. For the Medrash, the Pshat in the Medrash is, oh, you have such a great insight. That's why they call you Bezalel, right? It says Bezalel, Yodea, he was able to use the Tzerufei Osios Shatora Nivra. Mm -hmm. He was able to create stuff the way God created stuff, the world with the Osios by the, you know, the building blocks, the periodic table of spiritual Hebrew letters, he was able to, he had that secret. He knew how to build the Mishkan from those osseists, right? Here he's saying, why did you, re, why did you flip it a year before Ara? Oh, say, you're only in the shadow side of the divide. And therefore, you realize you flipped it because you're looking from the back side of the Divine." All right. V'hine skula ho'avodah shel so now he takes it to our level and tells us why? What is the merit of preceding Yira ta'ava? Hu Ligdor Al Yada Al Kol Shiloh Leish Bomb So I'm gonna be contrasting this with the Tiferes Shlomo. So I want you to listen very carefully because Tiferes Shlomo is going to flip it. The Chuas is saying that the purpose of Yira is that through that fear, and we will talk about what type of fear, but that kind of pachad, I am able to put a gador, a geder, a boundary on all the tivus that I have in my life. All the physical gashmias tivus that I have in my life, I can focus them and reify them, bilti lashem, lishma, to do it for the sake of the divine. And to distance myself from those that are superfluous, superficial, excessive, excess, anything that spills over from the good into the dark side. And then even the things that are mutter to you, that if you have sanctified them by focusing on the intent and making boundaries around them, then it's lishma olamas, And like the Morinaim says, every, the lower worlds are united with the upper worlds. Notice the word keresh can be switched around to two ways: kuf, resh, shin can either go to kesher, that's uniting the lower worlds with the upper, or if you fool yourself, sheker. So Kesher is an intermediate form of the root that could go either way. The Yira can go into three Bechinot. There are three kind of categories or archetypes of Yira. Okay, so the three levels are from the bottom up, Fear of God because of punishment. Or ownish Olam Abba. you can also do something for a higher fear, and that's a fear of the next world of Olomaba. The Yiraharomus Shehi, begin to who Rav And the fear and the awe of the divine who is the master of the universe. So there are three levels of fear. Based on a zoya, Yira It Paresh Litzlas So Yira splits into three kind of levels. Fine. Lowest level, fear of punishment. I'm be whacked. Very, you know, basic fear from childhood. Mm-hmm. Second fear: oh, I have Torah and mitzvahs and I'm doing them. I'm not going to do an Aveira because I'm going to get whacked in the when uh, I meet the still, su- still, the still, bean. I'm still whacked. You're going to get whacked in the olam haba by the the, the, the superior bean counter who stands at the pearly gates. Right. And then the highest olamus, which is basically what we would say or inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something because I am filled with awe. Okay. Umarum Zimbusha etc. Don't have to go into the Kabbalah. Okay. It's almost impossible that the could be the higher level. Because if he doesn't know what's inside, why would he have the fear of awe? Yeah So he says But sorika adam Lios mitfas the Ola mi madrega He says The spiritual architecture of your path has to go from the lowest to the highest. You do it phylogenetically, you do it evolutionary, you do it as a child as you develop, fear of punishment from the teacher, fear of the mitzvahs, and then finally, more inspiration. So you have to go through that lower stage. You can't just jump to the top stage. I'm going from level to level to level. <coughs> Maybe I want to just skip a level, I'm going to go straight from, I'm going to get whacked by the DEA, the IRS, the FDL. I'm going to go straight from that to Yeruz Aromamus lasov al Dimionos kosvos and you're gonna be completely deluded by your own spiritual advance you're just deluded by it who and to say I'm ready for the big the major League right I'm ready for the big league I'm inspired and I don't have to go through those lower levels of era I'm, I'm, suddenly a question's coming mm-hmm. up in, in, in mind that I need to ask. We always say this about the lo- levels of going from Yira to Ahava. And yes, we say that, but is that is that true? Think of it in a relationship. I never said Yira to Ahava. I'm only talking about Yira. Lower level, middle level and higher level of Yira. Okay. Let's cut back to Ava in a minute. Okay. You're fooling yourself. You're just making up spirituality. And that's going to only fablonge you when it comes to the Yiratato, because you think you're up there and you're in your or inspiration, and you forget that there's going to be a punishment if you've crossed that boundary. Liros Acha After you finished yourself, you filled your heart, you understand the ins and outs of the Yira and then the Yero illa, Batuach Litkay and Biotha Yura Okay. So he comes back now to the Inyan of the outer boundary versus the inner calim. Zehu inyan hakrosim shebemikshal oisios kesharim the letters of kesharim al yede yira through yira mekashe olam tachton leelyon. So the function of this outer boundary, the external, the yira, in protecting the avo that's inside the kalim, is to make a kasher. From the lower world to the lex world up. Vaser shte Yodos lekerish. That's why there has to have handles that fit one another to the kerish, pirish. She bechines hayira yadlo be oylem azer be oylem abole yachdon. What you're doing in the fear. By going from Madrega to Madrega is taking one level of fear, connecting it to the level, next level of fear, connecting the low world to the upper. That's why he, it's not a redundancy to say isha el Achoso. There are two levels of worlds that the Euro is. Now I want to end up by comparing that to the to Tereslam. He's the Tvershaumov says in the name of the Balshamakolos which was originally brought by the Toldos Yakob Yosef but I like the way he writes <laughs> cuz he's already third generation and he's in Radomsk so he's in Poland not in Ukraine so there's he deals with the middle class kind of mentality already in Congress Poland in the 1800s so his whole approach is more psychological and it's more very modern me eit kol ish If you go back to the beginning of the pasha, it says, from anyone, ashe Libo." His heart attracts him, draws him. Take my truma. Hainu, shekol ish tsorich likach. Now it should have said kolish tikhwe trumati. Everyone should donate a truma, you know. We need money, we're raising funds. What is this business asher Yidvenu libo? Clearly it means uh, what does he how do, how does he translate it? At the beginning of the parsha. Parsha's truma, the beginning. Everyone's heart motivates him. Heart motivates him. Yidvenu. Right at the end of Echo, right, it says Al heart sion shu'alim, right? Al Al our heart is drawn, doveli beinu. Right, yeah, it speaks the heart. So he's saying, ashe yidven alibo, is not part of the kol ish, meaning that the ish whose heart is drawing him should bring a truma. Mm-hmm. But he splits the pasuk earlier on, and he goes, kol ish ashe yidven alibo, comma, donate. What is kol ish ashe yidven alibo? So the Baal Shem HaKadosh says, Kol ish not just take his money and donate it. He's got to take his heart to donate. Li now the heart the is term. split. We're schizofrummies, right? There's two sides to the heart. It says, <laughs> and, and the Gemara says, <laughs> is in the plural. What do you mean? There's only one organ. No no no. Bakol means there are two chambers in the heart, one good, one bad. So there are two chambers in the heart, l'vovichol, multiply. So it says, Likach laatzmo, tovos, la'avod So okay, I understand that. Mais libo. Not only do I bring my money to the temple, I also have to bring my heart to the temple, which is my Midas Tovos. Okay, well that's good Musa. that's not Chasidis. Mikola She Yidven means Hainu, and now we dive into the Chasidus. Min Sachitzonios, Ra. I have to take from that other side of the heart, which is what the Taivos Sachitzonios. Remember, we had talked about Chitzoni and pinimi as Avav He says no. Ava chitzoni is Ava for the wrong thing, desire for the wrong object of desire. ha which your horror, tries to Mesiso Li Ava the So he takes the Chitzonius and panemius to be Ava and Yira appropriate versus Ava and Yira inappropriate. And he's saying, Ashe yidvenu libo, meaning, I need the whole of you, God says. May eight Kolish. ish. Mm-hmm. I need your and desire for the inappropriate also. Yes, Kolish. ish. Kol ish Kol, the whole of you. I'm not you, 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 no, There's no splitting here okay. Right, that's the revolution of the Baal Shem There cannot be any splitting. I want that half of you too The naughty part. Me'osa Hamidah. From that meter yikach atmo, you need to grab from that li avva boro boro khu we geen sharhamiters right we geen sharhamiters obm is kostwas for makedochium we ze be your hapos we hafter se shemelakeh bacholavavga bshnayit rakhu with both your yate tove and the yates are this a very famous bal shemach the rabbi constantly talks about schlepping the yates orange the basement. medrubam Ubazay Yeshlo Ma'ama Pirusha and now he goes mythical. Oh, Yotzeor yeah. Uvore He creates light. Uvore Chosher. Ose Shalom. He created Shalom. Uvore Es hora. In our davening we say Uvore Es Hakol, but in the pasuk it said mm-hmm. Uvore Es hora. Well, what is that about? Mm-hmm. Yotzeor is the Olam of Yitzira. Voreh Choshech is the Olam of B'riah, Yetzirah and Bria, Yotze and B'oreh. But Emes, Mishihu Bechines Choshech, who Magbiyas Atzmal Or, what does that mean? The Bria is higher than the Yetzirah. Why are you telling me that in the hierarchy of dark and lightness, the higher level should be dark? Again, you said Yotze Or, bore right, choshe. and Choshech, but, but Bria is an olom gavo'a yotem yitzirah. Good, so you're saying, there's a hierarchy of creation. And you know what? The higher is dark and the lower is light. (laughs) Achor emes, who came. Why? Misha, who behinus chosher. someone who is in the choshech. Umagbiyah es atzmolo behinus or, and he's able to raise himself gvir, right? He's able to elevate himself to the beginners of oh, who Yotet he is on a higher level than one who was just in the light all the time. So that is what he's saying. So what he's saying is the the, the wire diagrams that allow me to make use of that dark side of me, the darkness in me, the a horror in me, actually becomes a propellant that gets me to that higher level of Choshech. I'm struggling to to get a sense of feeling of what do we mean by making use of. Right. I I have a sense that it definitely means something, I'm not questioning that, but I don't have a good grasp of what we're talking about. Okay, so, but he was talking, he started talking about going from Choshech to Or. Now, you, ju- you just said the higher level of Choshech. That's going from Or to Choshech. No, you didn't going say from that. the level of of, of Choshech mm. to Or in your Avoidah propels you for the Olam of Yetzirah mm. to the o- higher level of the Olam of Bria. Going up, we're trying to get up to Azilas, right? And we have to do that but through the, the Tikkun of inflation. the lower levels. The goal is or. Well, mm. but the higher level, right? The higher level comes from the darkness. It's a Zoya, that, right? There is no... There's no light without darkness, the darkness was primordial, and in the darkness I understand that I don't understand anything about the Rebozhan. Now, when your question is a much harder question, that is, what are the techniques that the various Hasidic masters used to implement this theology that I have to worship God with the dark side as well as the... And that's a different discussion. And it ranges from from the Musa school that says, no, you have to completely divorce the dark, right? It's uh, based on Asetov, right? Sur mei ra for tov. But the Baal Shem Tov says, how do I sur me ra? By bringing the ra into the tov, integrating it, integrating the energy that I would use for... You know, and in recovery programs, they say that, right? You use the energy that you would use for your addiction, and now you transfer it and seeking your higher power with that same energy, right? So that would be the reification in the Freudian sense. But all the way from Chabad to Breslov uh, to the uh, her- heretical messianic groups, everyone is struggling with. How do I do that? Do I cross the boundary of halakha? Obviously within the orthodox frame you don't. In the heretical frame you do. Uh, the whole Shabtai Tzvi was to get through this and use this in the service of, them, of, of the gula. But within the orthodox frame there is, um, how do I take that energy that I'm using for the Yetzirah and transform it? And that's another discussion because there are different techniques, whether it's meditative or his bodedus or his bonyness. But it's certainly not just the practical halachic wrote. There has to be something beyond that uh, that allows me to make that transformation.